The Witness, 2021. The Witness, I stopped to watch. He took the trumpet out of its battered black case. The station was busy, passers-by streaming out of trains, racing down escalators, running to catch up with their missing lives. His cap was old, his coat torn with the falling of years, was faded into shadows along its rugged edges. Overhead, the lights of Christmas were sparkling, hanging in colour bouquets, a thousand celebrating voices, just waiting to be heard. The trumpet was glittering. In kings of gold and angel voices, he raised the mouthpiece to receive his life and breath. He leaned back, lifting his head to the arching beams that rose in cathedral heights above the platform edges. And at first, nobody looked. The shops were full, you see. Lines of people were queuing for coffee, chocolate, books for their journeys, or gathered in grain groups and clouds of tobacco smoke. The smokers were looking blankly at the pigeons, strutting over the white safety lines, brushing their wings against the failing light. The sound, when it came, was a sinuous curl of starlight that rose in heavens and diamonds across the station hall. For a moment, everyone stopped. Stop still against the time, for there was no other sound. The bubble of enchanted silence spread in quivering mercurial silver across the crowded forecourt. Only one person ran. He sprinted. I could see him, weaving between the frozen people. Dashing madly, he rushed towards the stairs leading to the exit, his footsteps echoing wildly in the vast chamber. There was nothing, and nobody to stop him. Everyone was caught in the single beautiful calling of the trumpet player. Somebody clapped, an echo, then another, then another, until a thousand strangers burst into applause. Trains roared back into existence. People, having listened, started to talk again. Change, money, gifts and food, the turning pages of hundreds of lives all began to rush forward once again. And as I watched, the trumpet seemed to fall heavy in his hands, as if each note that he had played made the instrument a little more of this earth, and perhaps not of the next. As the other ran, the faces and figures seemed to be slowed down around him. It was clear that he needed to get somewhere in time. His feet were certain. He missed out every second step as he jumped and leaped from one level to another. There, on the right-hand side, he stopped by the Red Cross shelter. There, where the station lights crinkled against the glass, he could see what he needed. He slipped his hand under the edges. I could see him. He gripped his fingers around the wooden figures and pulled them quickly to his chest. He must have felt warm, for his chest was heaving with exertion. His hands must have been damp with sweat. It was time. He walked slowly back up the marble steps, back into the noise, straight past me, his bright face in the full flush of the high fever of his quest. Just in time to see the trumpeter opposite me, close his case, pull his cap sideways upon his head and turn away towards the western door. He walked 
Faster, faster, and catching up with the older man, pulled his coat sleeve and just in earshot muttered, Bitter, bitter, ein Augenblick, please, one moment. Bitter, bitter, name den mit. Take them. He thrust the carvings into the open right hand and closed the other man's fingers with his own. The trumpeter's eyes flickered brightly and looked into his. There was sunset deep. Even from my vantage point, a flash of fire sparked. And then he was falling from my eyes. My stomach ached suddenly with a loss of knowing and belief. I heard him whisper hoarsely. Yeah, the trumpeter said. Yeah, they are mine. I, I, I carved them when... His voice trailed away. As I watched, the two held each other's arms. For the briefest of moments, they embraced each other and then went their separate ways. The trumpet player down the western steps, slowly, steadily, with heavy steps towards the open doors where the afternoon sun bathed his figure in royal blues and gold. The runner turned around and walked past me, anonymous into the crowds. Just as he was about to blend in with the hundreds of shoppers, he turned and lifted his head and looked behind me, but he was gone.